0: Alright, this is episode 3 of the Off the Deck Podcast. I'm Oliver. I'm Ryan. Welcome back. On today's episode, Ryan's got some big news. We talk about the Waste Management Open, the Pebble Beach tournament we got coming up with all the celebrities and who's playing in it. We also, with the tournament, talked to some guys from Pebble Beach Insider who told us some pretty cool stuff. And we're going to have a little debate on what's the best and worst golf movie.
1: Screw that. I want to talk about the movies first because before we started this we were discussing it. Um, I think for sure that Happy Gilmore is the greatest golf movie of all time just because I like it the most.
0: I mean no dude. Okay if I'm picking a movie that I like the most or the better golf movie clearly it's going to be Happy Gilmore but 10 Cup is the better golf movie.
1: 10 Cup I don't like him because I don't know. You don't like Kevin Costner? Nah he's a nutcase.
0: How's he a nutcase?
1: Happy Gilmore, infinitely
0: funnier. You're, you're going to tell me Adam Sandler in Happy Gilmore is not a nutcase. He's
1: funnier, for sure. Well,
0: yeah. Nineties, 90s Sandler. With. Come on. I mean, say, all right, what would you take? Sandler in his prime or Tiger in his prime?
1: Mm, probably still
0: Tiger Woods. Mm-mm, I'll take Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler in his prime. Like, think about it. You can spend an entire day just watching Billy Madison, The Waterboy, Happy Gilmore, and just, like, any of his great movies. Big Daddy.
1: Yes, these are all very great movies. But still, I'd take Tiger in his prime, because he was winning lots of money and banging salutes
0: Yep. <laughs> Adam pro- Sandler was probably, probably doing, doing that the, too. Yeah, I was about to say, I'm pretty sure most Hollywood actors do the same thing.
1: Yeah, I guess. But, I don't know. We'll see. Alright, so you, you're you going with Tin Cup.
0: Yeah, I mean, I like Happy Gilmore better. I can watch Happy Gilmore countless times and it'll never, ever get old. But as a golf movie, 10 Cup takes it, dude.
1: 10 Cup doesn't make you a better golfer, though.
0: (laughs) Watching Happy Happy Gilmore does.
1: Yes. Watching 10 Cup makes me a worse golfer. Probably. Because it tells me to go for every shot. No.
0: Okay, so uh, on the Masters, whenever it was Jordan and Smiley, and Smiley fell apart in the final group... He, they asked him like later down the road, like, what would you do to prepare for it? He was like, I did the worst thing possible to prepare for that final round. He
1: watched 10 Cup. <laughs> yes. Yes, he
0: watched 10 Cup. But dude, Smiley came out throwing darts. Yeah, I mean, it he, is what it is. He just couldn't make a putt, and then Smiley just crumbled. I mean, yeah. I'm rooting for him, but he did. What do you think the worst golf movie there is out there?
1: Oh, my God. So, when we... We're on a work trip, show up at the hotel, throw on the golf channel, and there's this random golf movie I've never seen on it, but it has like Shooter McGavin in it playing as somebody else.
0: I know, it's hard to watch that. It's like seeing Jim from The Office as a badass in whatever army movie he was in.
1: Yeah, in this new Jack Ryan movie. Yeah, you can't really, like, I don't know. You can't get it out of your head. He's still Jim from The Office. Exactly. Okay, so Shooter McGavin's in it, and he's a hard ass. And there's... Like, the main character is, like, some young golfer guy. And the movie, I think, is called The Squeeze. Terrible movie. I didn't. I honestly didn't even finish the movie. It was so terrible. Do not recommend. Do not recommend. But the one best part about that movie is the main character... I don't know. What, what was his character's name?
0: Ogie? Augie?
1: Augie. Yeah, Augie. Whatever. Has, like, for an actor... His golf swing was really good and on yeah. point. The first ever golf swing I've ever seen an actor, like, swing well.
0: Well, I mean, apparently this is, like, a true story, too.
1: Yeah, it's a true story, but... So, it's about this guy who, like, is a good golfer, a really good amateur. And then here comes Shooter McGavin, like, hey, I can make some money off you. And so, Shooter McGavin makes him play a bunch of people, and Shooter McGavin, like, wins a bunch of bets on him. And then he goes and bets in Vegas, and... Then the other guy, they're like, oh, well, if you lose the bet, I mean, if you win, I'm going to kill you. And Shooter McGavin's like, oh, well, if you lose, I'm going to kill you. So you're in the squeeze. And I'm like, ha, 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 I turn the movie off. Yeah. this is dumb. Once they say
0: the name of the movie in the movie, it's probably just downhill from there. Yeah. It was going downhill pretty much the entire time. Did you finish it? I didn't finish it. I shut it off at the same time you did. I I almost shut it off because Shooter McGavin, or whoever Shooter McGavin's supposed to be, is supposed to be a professional gambler. And he convinced this kid by like playing in these big money matches by throwing cards into a watermelon in a restaurant yeah. saying he can make people believe whatever they want to believe. And I thought it was just the worst ever scene I've ever seen. It
1: was terrible. But yeah, just to clarify, he's not actually shooting McGavin in the movie. It's just the same actor.
0: I think, I think they knew that.
1: I don't know. We got, I mean, I don't know. What's
0: shooter McGavin his, spin-off. What's his real name? I don't know. I don't know. He got a DUI like last year, oh and like God. every news article said that Shooter McGavin gets DUI, <laughs> as if like he doesn't even have a real name
1: anymore. I don't think he does. That is his real name.
0: <laughs> he's like... He even is, though he's he been in other Devin. movies. Yeah, and he's in that terrible rock show, Ballers. He owns the Dallas Cowboys.
1: Oh, I forgot. He does own the Dallas Cowboys and Ballers. Yep. Yeah.
0: But yeah, 10 Cup, I guess you could say is a little more... We're going back to the convo. 10 Cup, I would put a little more realistic than Happy Gilmore, yay or nay.
1: Yes. More realistic, for sure. But more laughs? More laughs, Happy Gilmore.
0: So I guess it depends on what kind of mood you're in.
1: What's the other Shia LaBeouf movie? What's that even
0: called? Oh, Greatest Game Ever Played. Is that good? I don't yeah. even remember it. I like it. It's got. I have the book over on the shelf, but uh, I mean, it's a good movie. I like it. Is it based on a true story? Yeah, dude. You know... Francis We Met is like the first and only amateur to win the U.S. Open.
1: I don't know anything about this movie, but apparently it's alright. Yeah, I mean... But it's Shia LaBeouf.
0: <laughs> but it was Shia LaBeouf before he was like crazy Shia LaBeouf. That's like saying the parent trap sucks because Lindsay Lohan's in it, but like little kid Lindsay Lohan was actually pretty, pretty entertaining. As yeah. creepy as that sounds, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: It was her prime, I guess.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> All right, what are we going on to next? Let's talk well, about
1: let's talk about the waste management Phoenix Open.
0: All right, what do you think about uh, Ricky complaining about all the, I guess, hassling going on in the sixteenth hole?
1: Get over it. Could be a little baby.
0: Yeah, I agree. Like you are a professional athlete. Like, did you not see the stuff that these Philadelphia Eagle fans are sending to Tom Brady? It's like I think they were sending. Worse things than what Ricky Fowler was hearing.
1: Literally every sport gets people like heckling fans, like talking, talking crap to the players all the time. Every sport, they get over it, they tune it out. Golf should be the exact same way.
0: You should thrive under it. Thrive under it, yeah. You make I like I love Ricky. I have a Ricky Flatbill sitting on the shelf over there. But it's like, if someone makes fun of your flat bill and you wear bright colors, dude, get over it. Like, they're paying money to come see you golf. Like, how much better can it get?
1: You are infinitely cooler. You are, like, so much richer than any of these people heckling you and watching you. Their opinions do not matter. Just tune it out, play golf, kick ass, and win some tournaments.
0: I did totally jinx them, though, on Sunday. Yeah,
1: on Sunday, okay, Ricky was in contention up until, what, like, through 14 holes. And then 15 hole, Oliver comes in, and he's like, yeah. Because we're, I mean, everyone's Ricky Fowler fan. We're a Ricky Fowler fan. Oliver comes in, he's like, yeah, Ricky this year is actually doing really good. And when he's in contention, he doesn't cave usually. And I was like, oh, God.
0: This is going to happen. So Oliver goes. "Just <laughs> the kiss of death. It's like me taking a first-round draft pick in fantasy football. They will tear their ACL, I they promise will, you that.
1: They will tear oh. their ACL. Thankfully, Ricky doesn't tear his ACL, but he did bogey out the last three holes, or four holes. He didn't play well. Did yeah. not play well at all. It, I mean, he did play well, but not He in shot the two last, over. Not in the last two holes, yeah. yeah. He caved, but I mean, so did
0: Justin... So bad the, JT on Saturday. Not
1: as bad as Justin Thomas did on Saturday. Dude, he was Good. on the
0: 59 watch. Good God. Like, okay, so I was like, I was doing something... I was doing. Oh, I was trying on tuxes for my wedding, and like I looked at the thing like on the way to the tux place, and I was like, "Holy shit!" JT just shot a thirty on the front, like, and like I looked, he was tied for first at the time. I'm like, yes. Fifty nine.
1: Like, watch. I texted you, and I was like, "Oh my god!" JT's going off.
0: And then like about an hour and a half of trying on tuxes later, I read my text messages, and he goes, "Holy shit!" <laughs> JT just bombed, and I go to look at his scorecard. And it's just like atrocious. It looks like something I would shoot on the backside.
1: Yeah, I didn't get to watch any of it, but oh my god, pulling up my phone and just seeing
0: it. Well, that's the beauty Instagram. of Instagram. Yeah, I was about to say that's the beauty of Instagram. You can just see all the highlights. It's like I don't even have to watch Sports Center anymore. Yeah. I like, do. I don't have to, but I do.
1: Well, no, Instagram now, like following SportsCenter and all sports media is what SportsCenter used to be. SportsCenter used to be like, you'd get home from school and watch all the highlights because you couldn't on a – you didn't have a smartphone. You just got to watch all the highlights from every sport, and it was awesome. That was what you looked yeah, forward
0: there was to. Yeah, like, there was no red zone or anything. That's
1: what I looked forward to all day, every day was getting home and watching all the sports highlights of the day that I missed. But now it's like sports centers just meh, and I can see all the highlights when they happen on my phone. Yeah. Instantaneously.
0: It's, it's pretty awesome. It's awesome. It's the future.
1: Yeah. That's kind of, that's my theory why ESPN is downfall.
0: Yeah, that and just they spent way too much money on uh, contracts with different college conferences. That's, that's a whole other story. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, speaking of Instagram, shout out to us. Follow us at at symbol off the deck podcast. And if y'all enjoyed the movie discussion we had, we had that DM to us from a follower. His name is S juraci 12 he initially wanted to talk about different shaft options, but we went ahead and told him that might be a little too boring for the podcast, but we appreciate the effort, and he said, how about this? Best golf movie debates. So, appreciate it, sgrac 12
1: Back to the Waste Management Phoenix Open. Um, how do you feel about Gary Woodland winning in a playoff, first hole?
0: All I like it, dude. The dude can smash.
1: Oh, yeah. Hits the ball a mile.
0: Get great sma- guy. Gets
1: smashed on. Gets smashed on. He's a great guy. Uh,
0: Good guy. He has kind eyes. <laughs> Phenomenal eyes. <wise.
1: laughs> Phenomenal eyes. I mean, there's really not much to talk about Gary Woodland because we don't know that much about him.
0: Nope, but not mad he won.
1: <laughs> yeah, not mad he won. I'd rather him over the Ches Reeve guy for no reason at all.
0: Just because I, I don't know Chez.
1: I don't know Chez, and he wore a flat bill, and I'm not a fan.
0: You're saying that to a guy who's currently wearing a flat bill right now.
1: Yeah, I'm not a fan. <laughs>
0: yeah. But the cool thing about Chez, though, is that he didn't hit the ball far at all.
1: Oh yeah, Chez hits the ball about as far as me, and that makes me feel really good.
0: Yeah, I mean he carries the ball. His driver like between two sixty five, two seventy five. Yeah, I mean that's my and that's, that's in like warm weather, like so. That's perfect conditions,
1: like and everything. His ball was carrying two sixty on some holes, and I was like, hmm. So I can I'm, carry it over 260 on some holes. That makes me feel really good.
0: Yeah, but you know who else really isn't long on the PGA tour is uh, Roberto Castro. Uh,
1: Roberto Castro.
0: I remember looking, like watching, like his little shot link because he's kind of from the area. And like,
1: nobody listening to this podcast has any idea who Roberto Castro is. But just to let you know, he is not not Latino it's... or Hispanic at all. He is a white ginger guy.
0: Yeah, and uh, he played in the WGC in Mexico City last year. And the announcers are like, I wonder how disappointing the crowd is to find out Roberto Castro is a red-headed white guy.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, everyone in Mexico is like, oh, yeah, let's go follow Roberto Castro. And they're like, wait. This who, isn't, who, who is, is this guy? guy?
0: This cannot be Roberto. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's pretty cool to see some short knockers out there. Mm-hmm. I'd rather watch the long ball hitters yeah no everyone would For but, sure. I, mean, I feel like the game would be a lot easier than that but it's all about getting the ball in the hole and Ches knew how to get it in I'm not complaining about the
1: ball carrying too far in these
0: days yeah there's like a huge debate I mean like if they want to do it like do just, you think just th- bridge, bridge techno- stop technology make every qualification for something to be USGA approved stop it right now because I feel like it is a good length I mean Whenever they're like, oh, he drove the ball 350 to 400 yards, it's like, yeah, but they don't take into account elevation change. It's like whenever DJ, when he was in Kapalua, just smoking drives, they're like, yeah, but he, they're also not taking into account, like, a 100-foot drop-off and, like, 50 yards of runoff down a downhill slope.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm okay with how the balls are right now. I mean, it, it is what it is.
0: Yeah, I mean, they, the, but the thing is, it's like, they want to talk about, like, changing equipment in the balls, but... of us, like, we don't hit the ball that far. We don't hit the ball far at all. No. And so, it's like, if I mean, the only thing I could think of is kind of like what Major League Baseball does. It's like, if you want to play pro baseball, you have to hit with a wooden bat. No more aluminum bats.
1: Yeah. I mean, mean, with professional baseball, they also make the seams on the ball a lot uh, less thick or less... Protruding from the ball to where it makes it harder to spin on pitches compared to college and exactly lower so I, levels. And so
0: I'm kind of comparing, segwaying into that with kind of like if you want to do something, it's like have a tour ball where the ball doesn't float, like instead of a three twenty, like where three ten carry it carries two eighty five.
1: Yeah, they could make the ball more difficult to hit far for the tour, but leave it okay for us people. It's I mean, yeah, just like it, we're talking well, about the baseball. You could it's like football where oh the NFL size football is really really big, but like. Oh, everyone, all the people probably buy college size football.
0: Yeah, but you don't need to restrict it that much. No. I mean, like, like, it's like a three t- a 300 carry, change it to like 15 yards shorter for 285. If that's what you want to do, I'm all for it. Like, that's the easiest fix. Make
1: the PGA Tour hit tennis balls. No.
0: That's, <laughs> that might be the worst idea I've ever heard. Question If you were in the final group in contention and you were rolling into 16 and they were like, Ryan, You have to play a walk-up song to get the people going. What are you playing?
1: I'm playing Drop the World by Lil Wayne.
0: Edited or unedited?
1: I mean, I don't think there is an unedited version of that song, but it's very explicit. And, uh, (sighs) shit. Well, in that case, if I can't play Drop the World, I would probably play (sighs) Colin Baton Rouge, clearly. I mean, it's no surprise we're LSU fans. Yeah.
0: And Blue. it gets the people going in
1: and Tiger it, Stadium. It gets the people going, and I don't know. It's a good song. Yeah, I like it. What about you? What would you pick?
0: Yeah, I think I've narrowed it down all the way to three.
1: Three songs. Yep. You need four, one for each round. That's what <laughs> players should have. They should have a walk-up round for a walk-up song for every round.
0: That's actually not a bad idea.
1: Implemented yeah. twenty nineteen.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, the three that I have are the Chili Peppers "Can't Stop." Good song. Um. Some Rage Against the Machine song uh, Bulls on Parade I think
1: Okay <laughs> That's a little uh, That's meh Meh That's meh for me But I mean I do like this. I do like I like Rage Against the Machine But whatever Dude
0: people are going to be Throwing shit onto the hole Before we even get to the T box Because they're gonna, already
1: raging Yeah
0: They're going to be like uh, Those people that smash Beer cans on their head Yeah It's going to be great It's all about the crowd You're right Alright go on <laughs> And then third is uh, <laughs> Rollin' by Limp biscuit. <laughs> Rollin' by Limp biscuit. Oh my god so, I mean, people are just going to be throwing crap. It's I be really hope place. you're not.
1: I really hope you're never in the final group <laughs> at the Waste Management Phoenix Open.
0: Well, way to just shoot on my dreams. Right? <laughs> 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 all right, so <laughs> tournament. Moving coming up. on. Um, Pebble Beach tournament pro am coming up.
1: Didn't yeah. I, yeah. Nobody watches this tournament around here. No. But
0: I do. I like it. But I mean. This like, alpha all the events that have multiple courses, These have the this has to be the best rotation. Like, yeah. It swamps Torrey Pond's North and South combination. What we got? What we got? We got Pebble Beach, Spyglass, and Monterey Peninsula Country Club, the short course.
1: Probably the three best courses you can play in one event.
0: I yeah. wish they would show more coverage on Spyglass, though. I know they only, like, they rotate for three days on it.
1: Yeah. But, I mean, Spyglass... Who, your dad played there, right? My,
0: yeah. I had family that had a connection up there, and so they would be able to get on to Pebble Beach and like all the courses on the Monterey Peninsula for a pretty cheap rate. And so my dad and his bro- my uncle used to be able to just fly up there. They would play Pebble in Monterey Peninsula, spyglass and all them courses, and then just fly on home. Nice little weekend trip.
1: Must be nice. Yeah. I'm about, yeah, to, I mean-
0: I'm about to look up. This might be... Is this... Do you know, is it a three cut, three, like they put the cut after three rounds? If
1: there's three courses, usually. I mean, uh, everyone I've talked to that has gone to the Pebble Beach area and played, usually all three Spyglass, maybe Cypress Point, two Pebble, they all like Spyglass the most.
0: Yep, that's exactly what my pop said.
1: That's interesting.
0: I mean, I think it's just kind of the history of the course. Yeah. What? They were talking about Tiger's like courses he had to play coming back up until the Masters, and they're saying up until the Masters, the courses Tiger's going to be playing Augusta might be the easiest course for him.
1: Yeah, I mean that's smart.
0: So I'm guessing it's kind of just like a historic thing that they have going on with Pebble, and like the iconic holes are pretty awesome. But like they were, I was listening to this debate earlier, but there was just saying it's like yeah, the coastline holes are awesome. It's just the inland holes really aren't that great. Mm-hmm. But I mean. I don't know. I feel like we should play it and form our own opinion on it. One day, me and you will
1: definitely go out there and play, form our own opinion, and then we will let y'all know how it
0: is. Yeah, by uh, episode 1200, y'all probably know what we thought (laughs) of uh, Pebble Beach.
1: Hopefully, hopefully less than episode 50.
0: Dude, you know what? From talking to the guys at uh, Pebble Beach Insider, they kind of filled me in on some uh, little fun tidbits about the tournament. What you got? Well, first off, it's not really a cool or fun little thing, but they were saying that there's kind of an issue up there, but I don't know exactly how it works, but they were saying the caddies aren't associated with Pebble Beach over there, but they're like kind of independent contractors, I guess. Maybe so
1: all the caddies at Pebble Beach are like contractors. Yeah, they're like
0: yeah, exactly. And yeah. so they're not like officially affiliated with Pebble Beach. But like that's what they do for like their livelihood, and like, mm-hmm. apparently they're phenomenal caddies. I mean, I've never played golf with a caddy. But it's like my I know a lot of people that have and
1: Yeah, I've never had a caddy, but people I've talked to that use caddies say like they really do help.
0: Yeah. Exactly. But and so for like this tournament that people like know you can make big money and tips, caddying at Pebble. I mean it's a five hundred dollar green fee. And you get if you and if you're getting a caddy, you know you got a tip. I That's mean, like
1: a minimum hundred dollar tip.
0: Yeah, exactly, for carrying a bag for three hours. But I mean if you're playing if, if you're playing pebble you're probably going to tip more than a hundred dollars if
1: you're tipping less than a hundred dollars and you play pebble beach you suck just letting you know
0: (laughs) yep i mean i can't really argue that well anyway they were saying that not all of the pga tour uh caddies do this but there's some pga tour caddies that go out there and they'll steal loops from the other caddies that are out there they'll just walk up to the range start meeting the people that are hitting on the range be like hey are you expecting a caddy and they're like yeah we're going to go with the caddies like well i'm your caddy introduce themselves and then roll to the course with them.
1: That amazes me. I don't know how that can even happen,
0: dude. Free market.
1: Uh, yeah, that's that's the problem. Like, that's the problem, I guess. Like a PGA tour caddy can just walk up and be like, "Hey, I'm a PGA tour caddy. Give me give me your money, and I'll
0: take you around the course." I mean, I'm guessing it's not people like who bones were or anybody, but it's just like I'm guessing it's the people that are like have that are like didn't get full status from the web, and so they can't pick and choose, and they're not making cuts. So the caddy's like, "Yeah, okay, I need to make a couple hundred dollars like now."
1: Yeah, so the caddies that full-time work at Pebble must get super, super pissed.
0: Yeah, I mean, they're not... I mean, I guess I wouldn't be thrilled either, but I mean, I I guess the only thing they can do is, like, affiliate themselves with Pebble, but I guess Pebble's not really doing anything about that. Yeah. But, uh...
1: I mean, I remember a long time ago, didn't the Masters, like, the caddies used to be... They yeah. o- for, for the Masters, they only let the caddies that work at Augusta National be the caddies for the players. Yeah, exactly. They couldn't use their own caddies to play the Masters.
0: I think that changed like in the 70s or so.
1: It was a long time ago. We don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'll look, I, in, I'll
0: look into it later. I'm literally just talking at my rear end right now. <laughs> Another thing I learned from the guys at Pebble Beach, Insider, is that, all right, you know like the terror stories about the guys will fly over to the tournament and the Delta or United or whoever they're flying with will lose their clubs? Yeah. Well, AT and T kind of like since it's a sponsor, they gave them these little tablet-looking things to put in like their luggage and uh, club bags, so they can on their phones, like iPhone and Galaxy, they can find where it is real time. It's not like tracking on UPS, where it's just like, oh, it got shipped out 11 hours ago from Denver or whatever. It's like they can look at their phone and find basically like a blue dot and know exactly where their clubs are.
1: Can't they just keep that forever, though, and use that for anything, every, anytime they want? Or is it just like a one-time deal, then AT&T takes it back?
0: I don't know. I mean, AT&T would be kind of dicks to just take it back. <laughs> that, <laughs> like, is,
1: that is pretty cool, though, yeah, I guess. It is
0: pretty cool. And I also, mean, I, am think... go, I am going to miss, like, whenever uh, golfers just take to Twitter and they're like, hey, Delta, hey, United, hey, American, just how about you give me one of my clubs because you lost them and have a big tournament tomorrow. Because I just love to see those companies just scramble to find those clubs, like, right off the bat.
1: You know what's better than the tablets that at gives you, though? What? Jordan Spieth bobbleheads.
0: Yep, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: forgot about that. Yes, every time they give the Jordan Spieth bobbleheads.
0: <laughs> I wonder if he's going to be, like, pointing, like, the get that kind of thing.
1: No, I don't think so. No. I think they show it on commercials already, and it's just, like,
0: Jordan Spieth. Oh, it's on commercials already? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I it. want a Jordan Spieth bobblehead. Well, then you better get on a plane. No. Pebble Beach Insider, I would like a a Jordan Spieth (laughs) head bobble, if you are listening.
1: If someone wants to send us a Jordan Spieth bobblehead,
0: go ahead and just send us two, since there's two of us.
1: Yeah, that'd be awesome. But we're not uh, picky, so if one's okay.
0: Yeah. (laughs) We'll just, like, swap weekends and every other holiday. It'll be great. Beggars can't be choosers, (laughs) am I right? But, uh... All right, so we actually have some big names in the tournament. Rory is back. Rory is back, yeah. I, I'm pretty pumped, dude. I love seeing Rory, like, play Rory golf and not, like, whenever he has a rib injury. It's really it it's really
1: tough for us to watch him on the European tour, too, because he plays in, like, the middle of the night.
0: Yeah, and we kind of run, like, the pawpaw schedule. We're in bed by 10. Yeah. <laughs> but, dude, all right, so picture these this leaderboard. You have Rory McIlroy, DJ, Spieth, Jason Day... JB Holmes is in there in case you want to take a nap. Yeah. Um, Kisner, Cooch, Phil, Rom, and you can even throw Jimmy Walker in there. Yep. It's actually not bad. I like them all. It's like even if, like half of them contend. I'll be like Waste Management had a pretty good little contention area.
1: That's not that's not a bad uh, lineup of superstars there.
0: Yep. But we also have some notable celebs that are going to be playing. I don't know who they're playing with.
1: I'm one of those people that this week I honestly care more about the celebs than I do the pro golfers. Why? Because I think it's cool to see just like...
0: You think it's cool to know how well Carson Daly, the guy who hosted some MTV show in the 90s golfs.
1: I don't care. Yeah, I think that's more interesting to me. I wish I could watch more celebrity golf. Because, like, I want to see Aaron Rodgers play golf. I want to see... Aaron
0: Rodgers, I'll see that. Tony Romo, I can see that. It's
1: amazing how, like, gifted they are at all sports. They're just super athletic and can golf, which is, I think, the most difficult sport to just pick up a stick and just hit a ball into a little hole.
0: What about Jake Owen? You care about Jake Owen's golf game?
1: No, that, but that's because I don't care about country music, and that's what I'm assuming he does is sing country music because half of the field of celebrities
0: <laughs> sing country music. So Colt Ford is out. <laughs> Colt Ford is out. Larry Fitzgerald actually wouldn't mind seeing him. <laughs> yes, any NFL player, to okay. be honest. So my buddy, he... Is Steph what?
1: Curry playing in this tournament? Because he, he
0: should. He's not. Is
1: Andre Iguodala it's bas- playing? It's basketball season, ah, idiot. <laughs> that's the worst time to have this tournament because half of them are really, really good.
0: But... Uh, my buddy lives in Scottsdale, Arizona he just moved back from Hawaii he's kind of just a nomad but he told me he was like a uh, member of a couple of Phil Mickelson courses and I was like oh yeah, whatever, blah blah blah, send me some pictures we're trying
1: not to sound impressed
0: yeah, trying not to sound impressed he sends me a selfie with him and Larry Fitzgerald golfing (laughs) together, Um, I'm like damn it, I guess I have to be a little impressed yeah the only person I actually might care about well, maybe I guess there's two Wayne Gretzky, because it would be pretty funny if he's paired with DJ, but then Bill Murray, just because Bill Murray's the GOAT. And
1: he's hilarious and awesome.
0: Yeah, I mean, just whenever he talks to the gallery, he's actually super entertaining.
1: Yeah. How old? he's? He must be, like, close to, like, 80 years old now. At least he looks it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I thought he was, like, really, really old when I was a kid, so he's gotta be a little bit on the older side now.
1: Yeah, he probably can't hit the ball very far, but it doesn't matter. I mean, that's, like... Uh, is um, Charles Barkley playing in this tournament, or is that Lake Tahoe only? I
0: think Lake Tahoe only, but I'm pretty sure he wouldn't even finish the course.
1: (laughs) Charles Barkley's bag doesn't hold enough balls for him to play Pebble Beach. No. No, no, no. (laughs) Um, Okay, yeah. Our final segment I guess we're going to talk about is my big news I have. And I waited till the end of the segment because by now, hopefully, my fiance has stopped listening to this podcast because she's not a fan of golf anyway. And I knew she would definitely not make it 27 minutes in this podcast. <laughs> so here it is. I, we just we just closed on a house. We're getting. I mean, like we've said earlier. I mean, we're both getting married later this year. We just closed on a house and we move in at the end of this month. So in like three weeks.
0: For the record, it's him and his fiance, and I have my own fiance. Me and Ryan are not moving in together. No, we're not. So me and
1: my fiancé, we just bought a house, and it's a nice house. I like it. And it's got, like, a three-car garage, but the third garage is, like, separated by a wall. So it's, like, its own little area, its own little garage, a little one-car garage. And I plan on turning that into a hitting bay.
0: But Ryan's fiancé cannot know about it yet. Yes,
1: she cannot know about this yet. And it's perfect. I have the perfect situation because, okay, so she lives in another town an hour away and so moving in end of February but we don't get married till June and so for those like three or four months or whatever long it is three months I'm going to be living in this house by myself and so I have three months to set up a hitting bay without her knowing about it and it's perfect I think I can get it done I think I can do it pretty cheap I don't plan on getting any simulation software yet if I do it probably SkyTrack but that's $2,000 but it's an investment in your game. It's an investment in my game, but she That's just less
0: lessons you have to pay for, and less golf balls you're gonna to have to pay for at the range.
1: She does not care about my game at all. She's gonna, she wants to buy stuff for the house. I mean, clearly we need a whole bedroom. It is set. for the house. We need to fill, we need to fill the house with stuff, and I get that. You get a sky caddy. Mm, nah, it's only three hundred bucks. I'd rather just get a Sky Track. I mean, Scott Caddy and stuff. I mean, man, it's not worth it in yeah. my opinion. I agree. It is cheap enough though. So yeah, that is, I mean, it's big news to me, it might not be big news to y'all, or anyone else, because y'all probably already have hitting bays.
0: No, I'm super pumped, because where we are, there's two driving ranges, and it rains all the time. Okay,
1: yeah, for those people that have indoor driving ranges, like...
0: You have no idea how good you have it. I know you're probably snowed in and whatnot, and have to walk uphill both ways to get to an indoor driving range... But I am super jealous of you for that.
1: There's not a covered or indoor driving range within 100 miles of our house. And it's terrible. So every time it rains... Can't can't go to the range. Yeah, it's closer two days, to two days. Two days after it rains, bright and sunny, still can't go to the range because it's too wet.
0: Well, yeah, because the range is right by our office. It's like you're basically hitting into a giant bowl where all the water collects. You're like, oh, the range is too wet. All the balls are going to plug. I'm like, yeah, because you designed your driving range to just basically be a giant soup bowl.
1: Yeah, the driving range is basically a lake for two days after it rains. And so I'm super, super excited about trying to create install a hitting bay into my third garage
0: yeah and if you follow us on instagram once again shout out to us the you'll be able to follow the progress
1: i'm gonna post the progress on our instagram page off the deck podcast hopefully it all goes well and we'll definitely keep you updated
0: all right and we got a dm from a follower named michael underscore c21 he's got a little golf joke All right, Ryan, how many golfers does it take to change a light bulb?
1: I have no idea. Four. (laughs) That's such a terrible joke. (laughs) It is. But I laugh at terrible jokes. That's all right. That's good.
0: All righty. Good on
1: you. uh, What's his name, Michael?
0: Yep. All right. Is that it for for today? I guess that's it for today. All right, guys, we're out. I'm Oliver. I'm Ryan. See you all later. Peace.